Jonesy's dances in Victory Royales. Oh my! Today's episode is action-packed with a game we all know and love. Fortnite Battle Royale. And, uh... Without further ado, the intro music... So, welcome to One Way or Another Podcast. I'm your co-host, Zachary C. Jones. Joining me today is your other co-host, Noah McIntyre. What's up? Okay, so, obviously, Fortnite is a very popular game. It has been uh, stirring up the gaming industry ever since 2017 in its release. And uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on it? Um, uh, Initially, when I first heard about Fortnite, I wasn't... Uh, I was hesitant to play it, um, but then one day I don't know why I just I downloaded it and thought I'd give it a shot, and I've been playing ever since. You know, it's it was a turned out to be a, a great game, and uh, they hooked me. Yeah, and I believe that Fortnite has that way of just kind of getting addicting. And uh, I remember first hearing about it in seventh grade, I believe, when I was just playing basketball with some of my neighborhood friends, and they said something about it. And I didn't know anything about it, so my brother downloaded it, and then uh, it was on the Xbox one day. And I just decided, hey, let's just play this game real quick, because, you know, I had nothing better to do, because that's what my life was yeah. at that point. Just kidding. Um... But uh, so I played it and it was immediately intriguing. Uh, the whole ideal of bringing building mechanics seen in Minecraft and Terraria basically uh, into a combat game um, uh, made it really uh, unique to itself, which I believe was a really great decision because it, it obviously was revolutionary with this decision to make uh, building mechanics in the combat game which I think was just, it was a beautiful thing to do. And immediately made its way to getting millions of players. And it's gotten to this point where it's now global and it has players worldwide. And it's just so fun to play. Uh, me and Noah personally play um, all the time. Like, well, not all yeah. the time, but like uh, uh, we, we, we do enjoy playing together because yeah. it's just it, it's just a really fun game to play with friends. And I think seeing its development in that has been revolutionary progress. Yeah. And uh, why don't you tell us about the Battle Pass, Noah? Um, well, so uh, I can't remember what season because I started – either late season two or early season three. And I didn't ha- uh, uh, start buying the Battle Pass uh, right away. Uh, it was a couple seasons in before I did. Uh, I think it was season four, I think, was the first season I actually got the Battle Pass. And I've had it ever since. Now, so- sometimes I've had to buy some V-Bucks because I – didn't have enough or whatever, but you know I've kind of stayed diligent to try to make sure I get enough to, so I don't have to spend money on the battle pass. But uh, you know you get uh, 
this season you only got one skin, I believe, but usually you get a couple skins, uh, a legendary and an epic skin, which are the two best uh, variants there are. Uh, uh, and, it, I mean, the battle pass consists of, what, probably about... Probably a total of about about like seven or eight skins, uh, free V bucks, uh, pickaxes, gliders, emotes, banners, a whole bunch of cool stuff that really, uh, really, really uh, uh, entices you to get the battle pass. And uh, I mean. Sometimes they they've done a really good job with it, like these past couple seasons. But there are other seasons where it's like, eh, really, that, that that kind of doesn't make sense. No, that's not that great of a skin. But overall, they did they've done a pretty good job with the battle pass. I believe so as well. I think the battle pass uh, renewing about probably every three months uh, with chapter two, season one, and two, it was uh, much longer. But in most other um, cases it's been about three yeah. months every uh season i think that uh that refresher uh just like most uh things having new content is what brings a lot of players to keep playing um which of course is something you have to keep in mind for everything um a little backstory more on uh fortnite it was created by epic games mm-hmm. um originally founded as potamic computer systems which i didn't know until recently wow um, yeah, uh, the game was actually first revealed at 2011 Spike Video Game Rewards, yeah. originally created as Fortnite Save the World, which, if you don't know, Fortnite Save the World it is its other counterpart, which started out the game, um, and it's basically, uh, instead of PvP, it is, uh, PvP, PvE, is that what it's called? Player vs. Environment, I believe? Um, or, yeah, or, yeah that, that basically. Yeah. It's um, where you fight off a bunch of husks, yeah. which are, like, the zombies. Um, and uh, to quote TheGamer.com, the game failed to impress many critics, which was expected given its long development and hype for the game. Mm-hmm. Its unimpressive cartoonish graphics and incomplete storyline, which remains unfinished today, did not impress. Um, which is kind of funny, thinking about it, because I don't think there was any uh, unimpressive cartoonish graphics, really. I mean, I guess this is a critic, obviously. but um, Well, and this was ten years ago, so... Well, that is true. Graphics were a little different. Uh, yeah um and um the uh storyline that that uh i didn't even know about that has an unfinished storyline um and they've given up on save the world at this point so uh, it's safe to say that they're never going to finish it probably not and i remember oh gosh i can't remember exactly when it was i think it was 2019 like late 2019 they'd Say that they were going to make it free for everyone to play, uh, uh, save the world, and I, I was excited about that because I'd seen save the world and it looked fun and it looked exciting, but it never came to fruition, and like you said, it kind of just died out. And uh, when they introduced battle royale, that's what everybody really uh, uh, went to because you know that was more fun. My uh, skins were more exciting, emotes, weapons, things like that were uh, more exciting, and uh, 
Like, I, obviously, it's more. Po- it was more popular, so uh, save the world. I mean, it's still in the game, but it, it kind of died out, especially after they said, "Hey, we're gonna make this free," and never did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, Save the World uh, has its own success, but not at all compared to the phenomenal success of, of course, Battle Royale. Within two weeks of the release of the Battle Royale, over 10 million players had joined, which is that's an, a that's a huge acceleration for the game yeah. going into it because it immediately became popular. Everyone was obsessed with it, um, and uh, Fortnite, of course, has become so developed and so uh in mass demand that some that it's become even cringe for some people to where they hate it because uh it, it's too much or whatever and um i think a really common theme uh, that we see in fortnite today is people hating on what fortnite's become or whatever and really wishing that it could go back to the old days the original fortnite not accepting the change that has come to the game and i feel like they task the creators the epic games with an impossible task of just saying hey we want it back to their old ways and don't give us new content like they're not going to do that by the way and uh there'll be as many people pissed off about not getting new content um and uh i think as of it is however they have kind of really been able to create new content with also uh, having flashbacks from the past mm-hmm. kind of thing, as we saw in Season X where they had uh, the whole skins in the Battle Pass were just different alternate versions of skins in the Battle Pass we've seen before. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a really great thing. But uh, I-, I don't know. They always want to bring back the old island and uh, old locations and whatnot. Uh, they've re- repeatedly done... Uh, they re- they repeatedly have brought back old locations, such as just this season when they brought back Tilted Towers and Salty Springs all together yeah. as Salty's... Uh, salt, uh, what is it called? Uh, salty Towers. Salty Towers, that's right. Um which uh which is it's just a really fun location two of the sweatiest locations in all of fortnite uh turned out to be a one massive baby um and uh just a little uh fun fact about uh the music the music uh is composed by uh forgive me if i'm saying this wrong but pinar tupac uh, probably saying that wrong. Um, she is making the music for the upcoming Captain Marvel movie, which uh, will prop the whatever whenever that releases, we'll probably cover on the podcast. There's a little hindsight or foresight for that episode. I'm not a huge fan of the original Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too off track, but. Uh, I mean, I, I think it could have been done better. It was kind of hard to follow at the beginning, and I thought it was going to be a lot different than what they advertised. So, or well, I guess they advertised it kind of the right way, just maybe not in the right order. It made it seem like it was something it wasn't. So. I don't know. Um, maybe this next Captain Marvel movie will be more for my liking. But besides that, uh, Pinar Tupac, or 
probably saying that name wrong still uh she is the first female composer of the mcu which is actually surprising because i had no idea there was no female composers in any of the other movies which is interesting to find out yes and uh moving on from that um so fortnite battle royale currently has i want to say 15 seasons yeah. currently yeah. um and it's on its way to the 16th chapter 2 season yeah. 6 um and let's talk about this past season. This past season has been enormously large with crossovers. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a whole season dedicated to a Marvel crossover, which was Chapter 2 Season 4. Mm-hmm. However, this season, this season has, like, crossover after crossover. We've seen uh, Terminator, Alien, um, uh, Street Fighter, uh, The Walking Dead, um, several other Marvel crossovers. I mean, it's just so action-packed with so many crossovers. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it, I think it kind of stems from last season, I think, because ever since they started Chapter 2, I've kind of, to be honest, I was kind of, you know, I, I kind of fell out of, out of touch with Fortnite a little bit because it, it how I mean, we've seen changes to the to the map, but we've never saw a complete change to the map, a brand new map, and everything. So I was a little out of touch um, for, for the first few seasons. I mean, season one, chapter two, season one was all right, but uh, two and three were weren't that great. And then season four, obviously, they made made a whole. Uh, season dedicated to Marvel, which uh, which really hooked me and really got me into it again. And I think that kind of helped this season because they knew after the last season they had to at least try to stay on par with what they did in Chapter 2, Season 4, because, I mean, you have something like that, you got to back it up the next season. And they've done a really good job, I mean, like you said, they brought back uh, Tilted and Salty, and as one big, uh, one big uh, location, and they've had uh, numerous crossovers, more uh, more Marvel characters, uh, uh, like I said, Predator, Alien, Terminator, uh, Walking Dead. I mean, it, it, and we get, and also we get a little bit more of a backstory with the. Uh, with Jonesy, like him being in the real world, and this is essentially like a simulation. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a Matrix crossover, which would be pretty cool. Uh, but uh, they—they've really made up uh, for the last for like since, like I said, Chapter Two started. It hasn't been that great the last couple of seasons. They've really made up for it, and they've really—at uh, least for me—they've drawn me back in. And that's a beautiful thing to see is another uh, out-of-touch player drawn back into the game due to improving the game so much. And um, I think that's kind of what happened for me as well. There's been several times uh, uh, throughout the course of playing Fortnite where I've kind of had a falling out with it, uh, namely Season 7, where I kind of fell out with the game. And uh, afterwards, when Season 8 came out, I... Uh, I had to catch all the way back up, and um, I I didn't like that I had a falling out and I missed a bunch of season seven. But then it just happens. It happens where 
you miss seasons because sometimes your fondness for the game kind of goes away and it gets recaptured, which is fun when it does. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that in terms of chapter two, they've had some pretty, pretty cool uh, seasons. Chapter two, season one was not for a lot of people's likings, but yeah. personally I thought it was pretty, a uh, pretty cool. Um, uh, it, it 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 had its strengths and its weaknesses. Uh, chapter two, season two, actually was uh, one of my favorites. It was an agent season with Midas, uh, which remains one of my favorite skins to the day to to this day because he can turn things into gold. By the way, yeah. um, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then chapter two, season three was, <laughs> I think it was an utter failure. Honestly, even personally on my part. I played a lot of Chapter 2, Season 3, but honestly, I, I, I struggled to even remember what it was yeah. uh, a little bit. It, it was kind of just like an ocean theme. That was basically all it had going for it, yeah. really. Um, chapter 2, Season 4. Holy crap. Um, chapter 2, Season 4 hit so hard and so so impactful. I remember, I remember it was like the first day of school. Um, and me and my brother stayed up like all night, uh, in, um, uh, in, uh, what's the word for it? In, uh, anticipation for the new season. And when it finally came out, there is a whole battle pass with full Marvel skins and, uh, uh, Marvel locations and mythics. And it was just so cool. And uh, they they introduced Iron Man to the game. They introduced Thor and She Hulk and uh, Wolverine. There were so many skins that just threw them right out there. What was your reaction to that season? You know, I was really mind blown just because I mean, like you said, uh, uh, one uh, seasons one through three of chapter two were, I mean, one was you know good, but Two and three, in my opinion, at least, you know, kind of were eh. I, I kind of, th- those were the seasons I kind of fell out of touch with it. And then when I saw what season four was, because I was still, you know, still keeping up with it, but I wasn't too into it. When I saw what season four was, I was just like, wow. They really, made, I mean, they put all these Marvel skins, like you said, they had Iron Man, Thor, She-Hulk. Doctor Doom, Wolverine, uh, Groot, um, uh, and that and that was, uh, I mean, that, that that was just awesome, and especially around the uh, around the time that you know Endgame had just came out, and we were kind of in that in between phases of the MCU, and I mean we've seen them team up with with Marvel before, uh, but that was just for like LTMs and. Maybe like one or two skins, but they they really outdid themselves, and they really, like I said, reeled me back in. And I think that's when they reeled a lot of people back in because I I I assume they saw how how much of a drop off they had had with Fortnite and how many people were playing it because it wasn't that great, and a lot of people did miss the original map. So they they. They dropped skins and they made a whole season that people just really couldn't, really couldn't uh, miss out on. And like I said, that kind of set up this season with, because you know you ha- you have a season like that, you got to back it up. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, I think that another thing that's been kind of going for Fortnite for me that's, like, been a kind of thing that helps me, like, get back into the game every single time uh, is kind of the storyline that it's got going. Um, It... It it's not really a complete one, and there's a lot of people uh, saying, "Oh, this is uh, what's really happening in the storyline or whatever." But a lot of it is just guesses, kind of just Fortnite throwing some stuff out there. There's been more kind of a complete one here in Chapter Two, really. But there's there's so much lore to it. Honestly, it's mainly uh, pertaining in starting in Chapter uh, One in Season Four when the Visitor came uh, as one of the seven, as we know him now. Um, and then lost a rock into the sky, created a rift, brought over uh, uh, Worlds Collide in Season 5, and then in Season 6, oh, okay, not, hold on, kind of skipped there, but in Season 5, of course, the cube came in, which I think we can all personally remember, Kevin the Cube, uh, pay him respects, because I miss that man, um, and then the cube sank to the lake in Season 6, caused all these dark magic things, and then, um, in Season 7, things frosted over, we got the mm-hmm. Ice King coming in, uh, all that lore and stuff like that, and then, uh, hybrid, uh, eggs were hatched as a volcano emerged, and then we got a whole war between pirates and Ice Kings and, uh, volcano dudes, um, and season eight was just like uh, fantastic with all its pirate and uh, all its side stuff. And um, then in season nine, uh, Jonesy and uh, Peely went into a bunker and waited out for so long. And then uh, if you've seen the season nine trailer, uh, there's that funny little thing where Bunker Jonesy is walking out with a, a, a cup uh, full of Peely because he turned him into a milkshake, right? Yeah. And um, and then it's the future, and the future, boom, is right there. And um, and then in season 10, um, there's uh, a whole bunch of like flashback stuff, basically. And at the end of season 10, everything uh, collapsed into a black hole. Uh, and do you remember the black hole, Noah? Oh, man, it, it, it seems so long ago, you know, so I'm still a little vague on it, but I saw uh, Ali yesterday put out a video of every uh, little cinematic uh, videos or, you know, uh, anything like that, like in between seasons or stuff like that, you know, uh, or live events. And I, him, he showed at a uh, season 10 tra- uh, transitioning into uh chapter uh chapter 2 season 1 and it was just you know how Fortnite was down for what was it about a couple days or something and everybody was wondering what the heck was going on and that I mean they did that well but the ultimate execution of season chapter 2 season 1 was eh but it was crazy the the chaos and kind of uh, and, and the panic was, that was going on because of that black hole and what they were doing, transitioning from season 10 to chapter 2, season 1. Yeah, and I think that um, 
it, it it presents one of the things that Fortnite does really well is kind of create a whole uh, media presence where everyone's talking about it because when you have something like that where you kind of shut your game off for a whole three days and you have millions and millions of players playing, I'm pretty sure it's going to cause some commotion because a bunch of players were upset, a bunch of players uh, uh, were fearing that it was kind of the end of the game, uh, Epic signing out and... I remember personally going to school, and there was a black hole and everything like that, and I was all saying, you know, I spent probably about $2,000 on that game. It cannot be over because – and that's another thing that Fortnite does so well is its whole scan system with V-Bucks. You yeah. end up spending so much money on the game, um, money that you don't even have, honestly, because there's so many skins that you want, so many skins that you're going to need, um, the battle pass um, – so so many things that you're gonna want to get with your money, and uh, I think that Epic has done a really good job at putting so many skins out there that you could want. Especially with this last season, with so many crossovers, we got the Mandalorian out there now. We have, uh, like we said, Predator, Terminator, Alien, uh, Street Fighter, uh, The Walking Dead, um, Ant Man just got released. Um, and I think that there's so much you can buy with your skins and the uh, item shop, well, not with the skins, but with the V-Bucks, uh, the item shop has actually um, been so well developed since it's like old stages uh, back in like chapter one, especially. And now the item shop now, there's probably around at least 20 skins in each item shop, which is so cool. Um, and, uh, it it just gives you so much to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, and I mean, uh, right now they just added like all the old viable uh, Marvel skins, uh, and I think they got a couple new skins, or and they do and they put in variants of old skins. And uh, I mean, right now they have also Kratos and Master Chief, uh, which was a huge crossover. Um. But yeah, they they definitely they definitely figured out a way to uh, entice you to sp- spend money on on the game. I mean, I mean we've seen uh, games before still uh, have in game purchases and uh, things like that, and you still see pe- people spend thousands of dollars on it. But I don't think that those games like uh, really have the kind of uh, payoff to it to, as Fortnite does because I mean these are skins you can use for ever. It's not just uh, restricted to a season. But these are yours forever, and I think that's that's pretty cool. And how, uh, like you said, they've developed it from being how small it was and how few skins they had to different variants of old skins, new skins, and I mean every now and then they'll bring skins back to put into the uh, item shop, uh, the item shop. So. They they they've definitely developed to a point where they've been very extremely su- successful. Yes, they they have been so successful, and um, part of that is having a very present esports uh, um, industry, being very present in the esports industry yeah. where Fortnite stands very tall. Um, Fortnite hosted. Uh, the largest, largest esports tournament, tournament um, uh, so, um, 
as of right now, um, uh, the Fortnite World Cup, which was uh, over millions of dollars in cash prizes, uh, the first place um, got three million dollars. Uh, the Fortnite World Cup winner, of course, was Booga, and he won three million dollars um from sitting on a pc and playing fortnite um anyone three million dollars for that and i think it's uh, such a cool thing to see um how professional gamers can get so good at this one little game and then go forward to make so much money off of winning in tournaments yeah. such as the fortnite world cup and i think that that um, kind of brings a whole new high to the esports industry as well because I think uh, Fortnite as a whole has kind of developed the esports industry even further, uh, having its big of a of a seat in there and bringing the Fortnite World Cup, which was pretty much a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, or like a um, a FIFA World Cup, honestly, is which is what it reminds me of, uh, which it was so cool to see, and I look forward to seeing another one. Yeah, I mean, like uh, a big thing for uh, video games nowadays is having a presence in the esports arena. Uh, I mean, because if you can get to that level, then you've made it, and. Uh, you, you, I mean, you can say that you're successful because, uh, I mean, that's kind of the standard nowadays for video games is can you make it, can you become an esports game? Can you hold uh, things like the Fortnite World Cup where you have these championships and these mass, uh, uh, these mass gatherings or whatever you want to call it to, play Fortnite and to watch people play Fortnite professionally and you know that that's just mind boggling how like you said they kind of revolutionized it because before before Fortnite I mean you, you've heard you heard e-gaming e but not a whole lot because you know Fortnite was kind of a craze that kind of took over the world and when they got yeah. into that e-sport e world they they really they like you said revolutionized it. They made it bigger and better. And I mean, when you can have somebody sit at a PC for a few hours and win three million dollars, then <laughs> you know you've made it. You, you if you can yeah. if you can give someone three million dollars yeah. for winning Fortnite. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess without further ado, uh, this has been One Way or Another Podcast. See you. Before we end today's podcast, I'd like to say happy birthday to my favorite person in the world, my girlfriend, Grace. Happy birthday, Grace.